It's Phil Wool, and you're in the Me Conversations, live from our mobile Subaru studio, just driving around. Today's episode will be focusing on timing, and how truly timing, timing is everything. And what I mean by that, some people equate that to being like things only come to me when I want them, or things come come to me when I'm desperate or things come to it's it's things come to you when they come to you when it is time so timing is everything we all want things to happen now we're in this world where it's you know you want everything immediately you go onto Amazon it's immediate it's even more immediate than Amazon now where it takes two days or one or two days or so to get some package you just go on like a Target app or Walmart app and just pick it up that's how truly impatient we become. And I guess somewhat lazy because if we go all the way to the store, we just go inside the store. But let somebody else gather that for me. I know what I want. It's, it's smart, I guess. You know, I've done that a few times. It's smart. You avoid, I guess, contact with people. You avoid getting having a chance of contracting something. I guess we've become, we're in this world now where, you know, we're just... We've receded. So there's timing in that as well, where we recede. Now, I've, I've said a few times recently about this whole timing of the back-to-work thing. And all these companies are getting all gruff and be like, back to work. Yeah, I've been working all freaking time. I'm working harder than I was before, probably, because I'm, I'm at home and I'm, and I'm maximizing my time is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm working hard. So... This, this image of work being at in a, in a place, it seems antiquated to me. It just does. I've said this several times in my life to my wife, other people. It just seems like at some point in life, the timing for that was right. Going to a central location, there was no internet, there was no social media, none of these things. So the timing was was right for that to happen, for everybody to congregate in one place because you couldn't congregate online. You just couldn't. couldn't go on Team Chat, Skype, whatever it is. You couldn't go on online and be together. You had to be together in one place. So in that construct, okay. But if anybody's been noticing, Internet's been 20-some-odd years now. So this is a long time coming. So I feel like the pandemic... Um, accelerated the process of of this working from home you know it, it, it was like a luxury for people or people who were freelancers would do that or you know it wasn't something that so-called mainstream people would do but it's wonderful quite honestly it's 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 great i'm productive anyway you can put me in a supply closet i tell people you put me in a supply closet i'm going to be productive but even more productive at home because i don't spend two or three hours a day commuting that that's that's a lot of time that's a lot of energy wasted when you could just be i'm i'm there seven o'clock in the morning till if i'm there at seven o'clock at night that's fine i'm in my home i've also in the last two and a half years been able to get control of my diabetes so timing is everything while we inherently deep in our the bowels of our, our ourselves 
we want certain things, they only come at a certain time. They only come when, you know, I want to say, I was going to say when, when we're ready for it, but I don't even think it's that. I don't know what it is. Some cosmic force, some, I don't know what, what it is. But it only happens when it's supposed to happen. I really believe that. I'm a firm believer in destiny. And, and I think if we, we want something bad enough, really, it's not the want. We need something bad enough. Eventually, we're going to make it happen. And I'm not for putting things off. That's not me. I'm hyperproductive. So that's not me. I don't procrastinate. But you feel, and I feel at some, at some points when I try to get things done, and I'm, I'm very determined to get things done, there's a brick wall standing right in front of me. And it's not because I'm never going to get it done. It's just not the right time. And, and then those times I back off a little bit. I just back off and reassess. You got to do that. Maybe I should broaden what I was doing. Maybe I should focus even more what I'm doing. Maybe I should try it a different way. Now that's that's the to me. I don't. I'm I'm a very positive person. So to say that something is stupid is not really what me. But it is a stupid thing to repeatedly do the same thing and come up with the same results especially if they're not optimal. If you keep doing it and keep banging your head against the wall because you're stubborn and saying, I'm going to do it this way because that's the way I want to do it. Hey, you know, in a in a bubble, that may work. In your little bubble, that may work. But in, in the in the so-called real world, where there are other, other variables, you got to adjust. You got to adjust to what's in front of you. And I feel like that's been my greatest gift in life is to be able to see things and then be able to adjust. You got to adjust. And that's the that's the key to an interview, let's say. You go on an interview or something like that or even a date, you got to be able to adjust to, to what's in front of you, to the way the person is reacting to. And it's not to fool them. That's not what it's about. You, you got to adjust. If you're going into anything with a rigid structure with a structure that's unyielding and you're not going to deviate from that plan, ugh. I would say the majority of the time, and that could just be like, you know, 5.1 times out of 10, the majority of those times, you're not going to produce an optimal result because things, variables are, are going to change. Variable, things are never, very rarely what you completely concoct in your mind. Sometimes it is. Sometimes you can impose your will so much that it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what, what's, what's in front of you. You're controlling the tempo. You're controlling what's going to happen. Sure, that happens. So I'll give you five, five times out of ten. But then there's this other five or well, 4.9 times out of ten. But then there's a 5.1 times out of ten that things are going to change. The variables change. You know, you can concoct, I'm, I'm thinking about a dog now for, for me and my wife. So, you know, you can concoct all these scenarios, all these optimal breeds. Oh, I like this dog growing up. I did that. You know, you could go think about it. Oh, I'm going to get this dog. And then when you bring that dog back in your house, it all could change. It just, the variables change. If you see that that dog or wherever it is, a cat, whatever it is, if you see that that animal in a controlled setting and then bring it to your setting, which is different, they're going to adjust. 
So you know what? If they adjust, you got to adjust. I mean, you've seen it, right? No matter what you're in, if, if, if something changes in your environment, you got to adjust. And like I said, those 4.9, the minority of times out of 10, there, you could you can enforce your will and just continue and go and, and, and make it yours and you could just plow through it. Sure, that could happen. That could happen. It's like taking a test when you're younger or even if you're taking them now. You know, there are times when you're completely unprepared and the test is very, very like um, normal and there's no deviation and it's, it's very standard. You can just plow right through that shit. In, in two minutes. And I've done that a lot of times. Then there are times when teachers will throw you a curveball. Well, the thing I always got tripped up when I was younger, not older, was they throw in this one question that was impossible. And then you get stuck on that. And it ruins your whole timing for the whole test. And it throws your whole mindset off and your whole, your whole momentum you got going. That's life too. You get a curveball and, and you you got to adjust. So my adjustment for that was, hey, I'm gonna. If it took me more than a minute or two, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this aside and get back to it later. And if I didn't, it's not gonna kill me. You know, if I got, if I got 99 out of 100, it's not gonna kill me. So put that aside. I can't let it. I can't let some small thing ruin the collective. And it's the same thing with life. Put that aside. If something is tripping you up. Give it some thought. I'm not saying months, years. There's no timetable put in it. But if you're trying to get something done, put it aside for a minute. And I, I learn differently than you would learn. I got to be honest. So, so let it, I, I, the way I learn is I see, I go back to it. I look, I go back to it. I just, it, it, it's like a swirl, like a, like a going down a drain. It just, in a good way, it, it resonates with me after a few passes. I write that way too and edit. I write, I look at it again, and then, Make, make minor changes to it. The flow has to be there. So the flow has to be in your life, though, too. So think about timing as well. Hope you're having a great day, night, whatever you're experiencing. It's been Phil Wohl, The Meat Conversations. And as usual, hope you're wealthy, wealthy. Hope you're healthy. Wealthy, that's a thing, too. And I hope to talk to you real soon, okay? Take care. Bye.